Today's episode is a bit different. I will be talking to an entrepreneur who plays many roles in her homegrown decor and lifestyle brand. I want to know how she identified the right marketing strategy for her products and executed it. Let's hear from Channi Desani, founder of Itasa. Hi Channi, thank you for being on the show today. Thank you so much Pandavi for having me. So before we start Channi, could you tell me a bit about yourself and your company? Absolutely. I want to start with saying hi. I am Channi Desani. I'm an entrepreneur, optimist and an avid learner. I'm also a hobbyist blogger and a mentor to school kids at other innovation missions. I founded Itasa, which is a lifestyle brand working with Indian artisans to make quality conscious and design oriented products. It's been three and a half years since I've been pursuing it, and currently I'm working on scaling the business up. That's great, Chandni. So, why did you want to work on this idea? What made you decide to, you know, start something like this? So, uh, both me and my partner come from a design background, and we knew about Indian handicraft industry through our education and through our experience. Sadly, most of the products uh, which are made by Indian handicraft industry in the lifestyle and home sector are exported to other countries. and we ended up using mass manufactured imported products from china we saw that as an opportunity and worked on establishing a brand which could work on making modern products and crafted by our own indian cottage industries and the artisans which are in different sectors of the country so uh, you and your partner both have design background uh, who would be handling the marketing for your company so i have actually done my uh, management in retail and i have experience of retail in my past so currently I have been handling marketing since the beginning of uh, this brand, and my partner because she hails from a complete design background, so she handles the design, technicalities of products and design, and I end up handling everything else, so that is merchandising, marketing, and you know communication, networking. So that is something which I've been handling for the brand. That's excellent because uh, through this podcast, of course, I'm reaching out to um, entrepreneurs who are managing everything in their business themselves. and i think what you right. would have experienced uh, you know in the last 3 and a half years or so would be very very helpful for them um so uh, would they like what kind of uh, marketing have you done uh, for your business and is there any marketing strategy that you know perform really well for you or that you would like to share honestly i think when uh, you know i started entrepreneurship and i wouldn't call my entrepreneur uh, you know journey as easy as it sounds or you know whether it's so experienced because i always came from a job background and uh, i jumped into it right away at a young age so for for me the learning curve has been really really high because i did a mistake i learned from that mistake so for us if i summarize uh, the marketing strategy from uh, the last three and a half years it's been an offline to online marketing strategy because when we started our brand we wanted first know what people think of our brand to understand their taste their like what kind of brands they aspire to buy and what kind of uh, segment of consumers are we catering to so we always wanted our brand to be an affordable brand still providing luxurious products because we worked a lot on our quality and design and we wanted to find that segment where you know people would will, willingly buy our products throughout the year because of design and quality so uh, first year we continuously did a lot of pop ups and we kind of uh, worked with a lot of uh, exhibitions uh, trade shows mall tours to kind of interact with consumers a lot that actually costed us a lot of money because these uh, outlets these exhibitions are really expensive 
but what worked for us is we got a lot of loyal customers from that we kind of in the second year we realized that what is working and what is not working for us as a brand we started strategizing our product range our pricing and our offering according to what consumers wanted the second level for us of course as a as a small and medium enterprise you never have those huge budgets for marketing you always end up looking for options which are cheap or free and you find those ways that how can you market organically without spending a lot of money so i think in the era where people were already spending a lot on facebook ads we kind of curbed that and we went on to a different way of marketing through a lot of facebook groups and i think what worked for us is that we were hands on with a lot of focus groups which were related to tech or lifestyle buy and sell groups and we used to market our brand online that way we didn't run ads for a very long time and we started running facebook ads just last year where we saw that we were reaching more people but before that we already had a huge set of consumers who were shopping from us because they believed in our brand so i think that was a marketing strategy from going offline to online and uh, i think that worked very well for us because we have a really big set of loyal consumers who have been shopping with us for like last three years continuously that's excellent so um, i have a specific question on the facebook groups that you mentioned um what mm-hmm. kind of engagement do you do on um, you know these facebook groups how do you actually get people to know what you're selling so i will just give a brief about uh, you know the facebook groups which are already existing to everyone who's going to hear it uh, there are a lot of groups which are very very focused on a specific segment uh, for example we are a decor and a lifestyle brand so i started finding groups which were only related to decor and lifestyle so my consumer segment got you know very crisp and i knew that i'm reaching the right target with those groups i started connecting with the people who founded the group and they were charging a certain amount for me to market my product so those you know interactions with the people in the group were more fruitful because i knew i was generating interest to the right kind of audience the amount that i was spending was very less ranging from 1000 rupees to 5000 rupees which could be spent on contest or which could be spent on marketing branding promotion like you know monthly subscription Those kind of uh, formulas were working for us. We did that for quite some time, and we made a good crowd. The second kind of group which really worked for us were buy and sell groups, where you could join the group for free. And uh, honestly, lot of people send in their queries. What happened for us? The work we do is very seasonal. So for us, the season always starts where people start demanding a product in the latter half of the year. So for Diwali, Rakhi, New Year, lot of people require gifts. for us that really worked well because we started sending out options on comments where people asked for certain kind of gifts or they wanted to connect with people who could you know probably customize things for them manufacture in a bulk quantity for us that really worked well and honestly what really uh, was astonishing is that we got one of our biggest projects from a buy and sell group which was uh, for Isha Ambani's wedding decor we did a part of her decor and we manufactured that product for them mm-hmm. but that happened uh, through you know someone who was Really doing the wedding and was looking for a vendor. So I think uh, what worked for us in the groups is we identified the right groups. There are thousands of groups. 
but honestly you have to do a hidden trial to understand what's working for you and what's not working for you every group has a certain kind of crowd every group has a certain kind of community so that community how interactive they are with your product really matters i have been part of groups where there are four like people in that group but i don't see a lot of activity compared to a group where i only have 30000 people in that group but the activity is much larger related to my product so i think focusing on what is working for you across the group has to be done at your end it is going to be a hidden trial and it is worth spending that money if somebody is taking a subscription fee of 3000 rupees a year for you to promote your product online on their forum it's a good deal do it for your year it hardly you know it hardly means anything when you see at the end of the day in terms of money because you will reach much more uh, of you know likable people to buy your product so i think uh, that has to that that's something which we can still do it's still very uh, you know upcoming and i am also part of a lot of groups where there uh, it's not related to anything uh, related to my product but honestly just to network and put out your brand so yeah i think uh, networking groups on facebook really works for us in that way i'm sure your insight would be very helpful to people who are in the same business as you um to close the loop on how you uh, marketed on facebook groups would you advise that somebody already have their website set up and you know their delivery process set up to ensure that the product reaches the customer in in a timely manner so i think uh, it's the first step of marketing uh we didn't have a website for a long just time and you know well, we worked with somebody who was making our website it turned didn't work the way we wanted so we didn't have a website and uh, we were not able to drive people uh, to our website because of the same but what worked for us is we had a catalog so every time we interacted with a consumer and they were interested in a product we took their number or we messaged them on facebook and we tried to interact with them to send our product what is very very important i feel is one the photography of your product should be really good i think because you are competing with so many people online so visual communication has to be really strong so work on your photography work on the kind of aesthetic you want to build because i think whatever we see we believe in that and uh, i have uh, really understood over a period of time that the aesthetic really played a very big role in kind of uh, you know creating a perception about our brand in terms of what they feel whether it is quality oriented it is not quality oriented how serious are we taking it whether it's a brand or it's not a brand because in a market whether a thousand people competing with you you have to try to be a notch above so i don't think the website is necessary but yes photography good catalog is important keep your prices you know very very open i think people say don't tell your prices i think you should tell your prices because you really genuinely get some viewers who are interested connect with them tell them honestly that this is your delivery time like we of course never face a delivery issue because right now i think in the last two years there are so many online you know portals where you can just book your shipments uh, for a you know for a very small amount so i think delivery uh, was never an issue for us but yes i think what is very important is to have that aesthetic of your product and be very very sure what you are selling it's really good to know how uh, you know you've managed to build a supply chain and you know uh, been able to deliver your product to your customers even without a website because i know a lot of yeah. companies uh, especially in their initial stage you know they have budget constraints and they they cannot afford to have a presence on every single platform so i think what you've said today is very very useful for uh, people who are in the same boat or who are planning to start something like that 
So, Chandni, one last question about um, what are the other digital marketing tools perhaps that are budget-friendly that you use or that you would recommend uh, to other people? So, I think uh, what uh, I realized because I always kind of uh, kept on searching for uh, ideas and methods of marketing which are very budget-friendly since we were a small-scale business and we didn't have a huge budget. Uh, what worked for us is we kind of started reaching to a lot of, uh, you know, influencers who were ready to collaborate with us uh, for a barter of a product or probably sometimes free of cost because they wanted to collaborate with a brand. So what that really worked for us, uh, I think uh, what also worked for us is we targeted because we had a lifestyle brand. Uh, we... Uh, found our spaces, like we uh, found our complementing businesses and through networking groups, like, you know, probably having these emails and say, becoming a part of networking channels, I ended up meeting a lot of people where I could supply my product to them. For example, if I am doing like a candy and I know it's Diwali season, bakers and, you know, people who do a lot of gifting kind of procure that stuff from us. So I think that channel really worked for me because it was a very one-on-one -on -one interaction. A community where there were a lot of entrepreneurs. I think cross-collaboration really works, which doesn't cost you much. You have to put in your time, of course. But I think if you find a similar synergy, it's really great. Uh, collaborating with people uh, who are influencers in your uh, business. For example, I mostly collaborated with people who were into food and who were into, you know, probably decor or who were into mostly gifting. So that area really works for me where we were cross-collaborating and promoting each other's products. I think if we do something like that, that's absolutely free of cost, you can find a similar synergy and you can work around doing things, uh, you know, in terms of increasing your sale in the business without spending a lot of money. So I think those are few things which really work for us. Thank you, Chandni. Thank you so much for sharing your digital marketing strategies with us. And I'm sure your experience will be very, very helpful for uh, people like you. And uh, I wish you all the best and hope to see your business grow uh, year on year. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Pallavi, for having me. I would really hope that it helps everybody who listens to it. And uh, they can always reach out to me if they need any help in the networking group. That was Chandni, founder of Itasa. I think that she did very well to spend time to understand her customers and build awareness through offline events. By moving online after that, she already had a loyal base of customers who could vouch for her. Her online marketing strategy was ideal for her products. I hope you found Chandni's tips useful. Do let me know what you thought of the episode. Thanks for listening.